This year's donations might go to, say, the geology department. Oh dear, not the dirt people. Geology is the study of pressure and time. That's all it takes, really. What kind of activity has turned the lake massive? Look, I'm just a geologist. I like rocks. I love rocks. Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to the Geology Flannelcast. My name is Steve. Hello there, everybody. <laughs> Apparently, I'm, I'm by myself. I yeah. Guess he's choking right now on his yeah. ensalada. Sorry, I caught oh. everyone off guard. That's Jesse. That's Jesse there. He can, uh, he hello. Can't see him, but I'm I'm quite I'm quite alive. I'm still alive. Uh, uh, welcome. Yep, that's it. That's <laughs> all I have to say about that. Welcome everyone. Thanks for tuning in. What we have we haven't we done this in like we just did this like a week ago. Welcome everyone to the Geology Flattlecast, the premier geology podcast. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for tuning in this week. How you doing? Yeah. Hope everything's great. Everything's and good on our end. Shout out to all our Patreon. Sometimes we leave this towards the end, and I know some people jump off as soon as we say shout out to our Patreons or become a Patreon or whatever. I'm gonna say it right now. Just have them jump off in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess we still get the credit for the download, you know, which is zero dollars. But anyway, it's still fun. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome. So, Chris, what are we talking about today? Well, wow, you're jumping right into the topic. Oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, first, first. OK, I know. I know you're excited about this. There's um this topic but happy chicksalube impact day everybody yes woo um, on this day was it, uh, 65 million years ago we... oh i wonder how many actual six but six, uh, well, well i'm at uh, 66 million like 500,232 or now you're, yeah, you're asking the real uh, questions here 66 where are million? the sig figs on that number yeah yeah we'll have to we'll have to look you into never this. hear the sig figs yeah, no. yeah. Sixty-six million. I want to see the dates of the iridium. <clears throat> show me the show um, me the numbers. Well, so well, is we this, know that the is this date from Tannis? I I believe so. Yeah. Somebody proclaimed it uh, Chicks Lube Impact Day. And if you remember when we, we talked it about it, I think time. I think we I think we were going to try to make it Earth Day, but no. Um, somebody. Which would be too. ironic, but it was also yeah. the day what the Titanic sank, right? Uh, so when when is Chick Sloop? Is it today? I, th- I think it was the twelfth. Oh, the Titanic was the fourteenth, and it's the same day as Lincoln was shot. Oh, okay. Well, maybe Chick Sloop in fact should April be fourteenth. Should be the fourteenth. Chick Sloop, just an all around crappy days. day in in um, history. Yeah. Well. Earth history. Well, they always say comets and meteors are like harbingers of doom. It was just 66 million years too soon. Or without them, we wouldn't be here. Well, there's that. That's whether that's a pro or a con, we haven't decided yet where we're putting that in the old column. <sighs> without without that, you wouldn't be listening to the premier geology podcast. Ooh, put that in the con column. Con! How dare you? No, I'm saying that. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. We that'd be a pro. Yeah. Confused already. <laughs> would be I don't understand how the system works. <laughs> this guy's like betting against us. What are you, Pete Rose? Like, yeah. 
<laughs> too soon, man. Too soon. Yeah, cut him some slack. Old Charlie Hustle. Uh, Chicks Lube. Uh, the, so we did an episode on Tannis, right? Yes. Or Tannis, Tannis related. Tannis it was about it was about the Chicks Lube impact. The Tannis is just for reference. Is it's episode one thirty back in site. early early March? It's a fossil site in one of the Dakotas. This is let's just lump them together and say Dakota or Net Nebraska. <clears throat> no, it's Dakota. I'm pretty it's a sure. Dakota. Yeah. And so it's 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 upriver. North Dakota. Along it's it's a river that I guess flowed into the Western Interior Seaway, <clears throat> and it's apparently preserved all these fish from the the tsunami that traveled up the seaway and then up the river and it inundated and flooded and preserved all these immaculate fossils. And um it it, it made headlines for that reason. It also made, I think North North Dakota, sorry. I just looked it up. Made some headlines too, because like we still don't know where it's at, right? It's still a secret. Where it's at. Yeah. I got two turntables and a microphone. But the, there's two new papers out about it. Uh, and one of them looks at said it was in the spring, and I guess they pinpointed the date, which all right, uh, sure. Um it's based on fish bones because there's, yeah, it's there's easier variation, to, right? It's easier to say if it was the spring or you know the season than I, than you know for using the Gregorian calendar here. Yeah, I don't think that. Yeah, um, and what, 60, 66 million days years ago. <clears throat> did well, they let's see for the days lengthening. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I was just going to ask. What, what would the difference be? It's probably it's not be some kind of calculator. Yeah, it's probably. I mean, it's not what was. I mean, four billion years ago, big. the days were twenty-two hours. So sixty-six million. Really? So, huh? Maybe maybe a couple so, minutes, but that that'll affect how long yeah. your years are. I'm just just. All right, I, I feel like we're going down a rabbit hole. Well, the, also, <laughs> the moon was it a little closer to us. That's going to affect your. Where where is I going with this? It affects your tides. I don't know. Tides. No. Yeah, we are going down a rabbit hole. And I was, <clears throat> you were right about to jump into it in minute two. <laughs> and then I said, no, no, we get too many complaints that we don't get right into it. And I don't want to stop receiving those complaints. <laughs> <laughs> I, and Jesse's a creature of habit. If he doesn't get the emails, he's just, it, something doesn't feel right. Yeah. No. And, and, so, you know, I we do get some complaints about that. We go off on tangents too much or we, you know, don't get to the point quick enough. But um, we also get a lot of uh, kudos for saying, hey, you keep it interesting. I love your banter. So it, it's hard to please everybody. So we yeah. apologize to those who want us to get to the point quicker. For those of us who like our... Uh, Sophomoric banter is what it was called at least once. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, am I going to get right to the point? I haven't yet. <laughs> I don't know why you would expect different. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to get to the point now. All seven right, minutes later. Ah, uh, the topic for today. By the way, happy Chicks Lube Impact Day, everybody. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
the topic celebrating of it. It's a celebration or not a celebration yeah it's a celebration god rest their souls yeah oh yeah it's like yeah. i didn't like the dinosaurs anyway so Ooh, ouch oh. it's sort of like the fourth of july right? yeah i hope you get july. eaten by a crocodile in that lake near your house Ooh, poetic just justice be a bird yeah I had, birds attack me actually I, had, I guess it would be an alligator not a crocodile right i had grilled chicken in my salad for dinner that was my celebration to <laughs> get rid of these dinosaurs <laughs> once and for all <laughs> one chicken at a dinner. time <laughs> i'm gonna get the ones chicksalube didn't get ah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy um we're going to talk about hot spots today. Has <laughs> nothing to do with your note. <laughs> <laughs> On a different note, we are just turning this ship 90 degrees or 180 degrees. Much like for, the Titanic uh, should shopping. have done. Ooh. Too soon? Too soon. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, what, what year was the, the Titanic like, go down? Uh, 100, 101 years ago? No, no, 1912. Ago? So 110. Oh, 110 years ago? 102 years ago. 10. 10. Chris and Math Major. 1912. Math Major. Well, um, hot spots. What I, about them? They're I don't know how to transition back into hot spots. They're hot and they're spots. And the spots. Well, that's, see you next week. The hot that's spot. my uh, info commercial voice. They're hot and they're spots. Is there, a, is there so, an analogy about hot spots? spots? <gasps> huh? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, they're called the Appalachians. <laughs> I was saying maybe like a, a subduction zone. Now they heat up as if maybe like a passive margin right where you're, you're starting to sink before you subduct. You get thermoflexural subsidence. Ooh. There's, a, there's my fancy word of the day. I like it. Don't expect any That's a good one. Thermoflexural subsidence. That was your nickname yeah, so in high school, right? <laughs> the ocean crust is cooling. <laughs> it's cold and dense. It's a thermo. And it's loading with sediment, so it's flexing downward. Got it. There we are. Hot spots. Talk about some inter intraplate volcanism today. So hot spots. So we know most of the uh, most of the volcanoes on Earth occur along tectonic boundaries. Like if you look at like the Ring of Fire along the along the uh, perimeter of the Pacific Ocean, you get lots and lots and lots of volcanoes. But uh, sometimes you get, uh, you get volcanoes in the middle of a plate. And, uh, you know, this was, uh, this was always something, I guess you could say like pre-plate tectonics is just kind of like, what's going on here? Like, you know, kind of hard uh, to explain what's going on with these volcanoes like that are in the middle of the plates. Then, and the whole plate tectonics revolution comes about and it really starts picking up steam in the, eh, like the seventies or so is when then people really start to, you know, start in like the fifties and then the seventies and, um, yeah, but, the sixties, the nobody, uh, nobody worried about it. Well, <laughs> they kind of forgot know, about it. Well, it was first postulated in 19. One of the first people was 1963. Oh, was it in the sixties? When, when did Harry Hess come out? That's that Hess. Oh wait, are you talking about seafloor spreading? No, we're oh, talking about seafloor spreading hot, leading into hotspots. Yeah. Oh, hot Oh, hotspots were postulated. I was talking about tectonics first, the pre-plate tectonic days. Oh yeah. But <clears throat> Harry Hess was, I want to say, in the late Harry Hess and uh, um, 
all the others, Vine and Matthew and Morley and um, Vine and Matthews did the seafloor. The yeah, the the Vine and Matthews did the the Mid Ocean Ridge work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um and um. Uh, what's her name? I just blanked on Marie Marie Tharp. Marie Tharp. Tharp. Yeah. Took all the sound data in. and and actually drew the map and compiled all that data. But Harry Hess was in the in the fifties and sixties. He died in sixty nine. So just FYI. Gotcha. Was it on Did April fourteenth? Uh, uh, no. You know, one in three sixty five chance of. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So let's get back to hot spots. Uh, so we have like intraplate volcanism, and um, so kind of, they're kind of uh, interesting volcanoes. And um, the best, I guess, the most accepted hypothesis on what's going on is that it is a. I like here's a here's a here's another word for you, uh, Jesse. With your what was the word you said? Thermo flexual. Thermo flexual. Uh, hot yeah um so uh where did i see it um thermal diapirs it's one way Ooh. that you can uh yeah explain explain a hot spot core so, mantle uh, boundary like a good yeah. diapir yeah <laughs> like, did you ever have to change a like messy diapir do you wanna do you wanna say what a diapir is? So a diapir is just uh, well, I know about um, it's kind of like a column, right? So yeah, it's so a I, geologic so intrusion, which is a more mobile ductile deformable ma- material is forced into brittle overlying rocks. And, and I always know about them from salt. Salt yeah. domes. That's what I was about yeah. to say. So salt salt diapirs yeah. because yeah. the salt diapirs are, are super ductile. They're they're very easily uh, they, they squeeze up there. Ma- malleable, I guess. Yeah, they, they get all squishy all up in there. As they say. Yeah. So we we got um so what ends up happening? Like the the most uh whenever you talk about uh, hot spots, you always think of the Hawaiian Islands. That's like any like intro to geology textbooks going to talk about Hawaii with a, with a hot spot because it's got some pretty amazing evidence um, or a pretty, pretty amazing story linked up with the geology behind the, the Hawaiian islands. Um, you know, we see the Hawaiian islands, a cu- couple islands sticking up out of the Pacific ocean, but in reality it extends underneath the wave base for, you know, pretty far we call it the emperor seamount. And it goes all the way up into Russia. Ah, uh, basically the ducks underneath the. Yeah, I was trying to think if that was Alaska or Russia over that part of the evolution, yeah. but it's, it's Russia. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, so would you say that that volcanism lived long and prospers? Ooh, yeah, I know. But, I'm, I'm just full of these yeah, great jokes. You're, today. you're just. Yeah, just. <laughs> I can just hear the listeners pressing uh, the stop button. All right, right all right, all right. Um, doesn't look 
a good Vulcan joke. Carry on. Um, you, and when um, whenever I talk about like Vulcanology, I always think of like, hmm, is that somebody that studies Vulcans? <laughs> if you're a Vulcanologist, yeah, or that or rubber. It's my attempt at the. <laughs> just really into rubber so uh so anyways what ends up happening the reason that the hawaiian islands are, are so extraordinary is because what's going underwater like the stuff that's above water is really cool don't get me wrong but the stuff that's going underwater going on underwater is is like amazing you can you can see the emperor sea mountain you can even see there's a bend about halfway through we can see where the pacific ocean or the pacific plate is uh has changed its course. So the, the hot spot, or if you want to call it the thermal diet here, Ooh. stays still. That's this, uh, it's this, uh, this column of superheated rock, really, well, really hot rock that's, uh, that's coming up and, and pierces through the crust. Uh, that doesn't, think of it as like a pipeline. And uh, that doesn't move. The pipeline doesn't move. But what instead happens is the crust above the pipeline moves. And um, so the fur, like when the when the Hawaiian Islands move, when the when when the the, when the, when the plate is moving over the hot spot, uh, the islands eventually stop erupting. You stop getting the volcanic activity along the islands when it moves away from the hot spot, and then just. Mother Nature just kind of takes over and starts eroding this thing, get waves and things like that, and just um, starts eroding it until it gets to below wave base underwater. And it just, uh, there's nothing more to erode it at that point, it just kind of sits there. And then that's uh, kind of hangs out there for about 100 million years or so, I think. And uh, I don't know the, top, the exact number off the top of my head. And then eventually gets subducted off the coast of Russia. So, that's why the Hawaiian Islands are pretty cool. By the way, I've been watching some videos of uh, Hawaii in 2018 when, when it really the the um, Fisher Number Eight started going off, or Fisher Eight, uh, the, something through the number eight uh, was the big one when that was uh, going crazy uh, a couple years ago. Man, the drone footage that we have now is it's amazing what we can do with uh, the imagery that's coming out from. Not just that volcanic eruption, but just volcanic eruptions in general. I was, uh, said so I was watching some some video of this uh, a couple of weeks ago, and man, it is cool stuff. How we have uh, just all this amazing footage now. We saw that too with the uh, the volcano going off in Iceland uh, a couple of months ago. People were yeah. like flying their their drones through like the <laughs> you got, like the lava fountain coming out, and and, and what people was were just uh, the Canary Islands. Is that yeah, La Palma. Yeah. La Palma. Thank you. That's what La Palma, I mean. That will draw a black Yeah. Um, so, but, but another interesting thing about these hotspots is you may say, like, okay, well, how do we know it's actually a diapir from the core mantle boundary? And the answer is geochemistry. There's, there's a lot of, um, geochemical analysis of the rocks that are being spewed up at these volcanoes at these hot spots like yellowstone um iceland hawaii uh i guess off the coast of madagascar right um 
but they yeah, have a very, very different geochemical signature than your continent, uh, your continental ring, your ring of fire type volcanoes from like subduction. So subduction volcanoes. The source is different. Right. So that's, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. The, the source is different. So the actual geochemical composition is different. And that's why they, they hypothesized that these are actually coming from deeper, deeper within the planet, as opposed to just shallow, you know, rocks getting heated and bubbling up. Yeah. Um, the one off the Madagascar, that's uh, Reunion, right? I believe I um, that sounds correct. Yeah. Yeah. The Galapagos, I think are ones. Uh, there's, oh, there's, there's a, a, lot there's a yeah. bunch. No, there there's is a, a bunch, a but a lot of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same, Reun- reunion. reunion. Uh, You're re- yeah. Right. That's what you said. Reunion. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah. It, yeah. Off it's French. So you reunion. Say, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Cape Verde. Um, yeah, St. Helena, which is where Napoleon ended up, right? Uh, I'm going he, to he say, was on yes. Elba. say, was it? He, he was, he was definitely on Elba the first time. Abel was I ere I saw Elba, which is a palindrome. Mm. Um, but I think St. Helena is the second place he ended up when they allowed him to come back and he started taking over things again. <laughs> Do you know what Napoleon's uh, last words were? No. Uh, it was, uh, he felt that somebody poisoned him. They put some kind of toxic substance in the wallpaper. And he goes, somebody poisoned the wallpaper. And that was his, his last words. <laughs> what a yeah. crazy thing yeah. to say. Stop, <laughs> stop licking the wallpaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Napoleon. Yep. Let's talk. What's going on here, bud? He was also obsessed with uh, stomach cancer, from what I hear. He always he was he was horrified of getting well, stomach cancer. I mean, well, he died in in what eighteen fifteen? Yeah, I think eighteen fifteen. But I know the Victorians. So later on, um, the wallpaper, I want to say the green in the wallpaper. He died in 1821. Sorry, I was way off. Um, the green in the wallpaper or in the paint on the wallpaper had, I think, arsenic in it. And so mm-hmm. where the where the gas lamps would come out of the walls, it would it would heat up the wallpaper and, and the arsenic would be vaporized. Vapor, so yeah. We're breathing it in. Sweet poison. So maybe he wasn't so. I mean, he was probably delirious. But or is it a way of keeping rich people down? That's what you get for having fancy wallpaper. Yeah, and gas lamps. You what with your fancy gas lamps? Anyway, hot spots. I like this. uh, I didn't know about this. The New England sea mounts. Where is that? Hot spot activity. Uh, off the coast of Massachusetts there, buddy. Oh. I, th- I wasn't sure if it was one of those like in the middle of the Pacific, but they just named it the New England Seamount. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's 
part of uh, the chain is part of the Great Meteor Hotspot track. Huh. Oh. It was across the North American plate belt in the uh, Atlantic Ocean. Um, so I do have a question for you, Chris. <clears throat> yeah. As the seamount moves and yeah. the the mountains get below wave base, mm-hmm. what erodes them then? Nah, after it gets below wave base, it's just kind of... Cur- I mean, you have some near-surface currents. So why are they you smaller? Get that. Yeah, any, any... yeah. Why what? Why do they get shorter? Well, it's it once. Well, the other thing is too. All right, let's break this down. I wonder how much of it is uh, just cooling down and it thermally kind of contracts. I guess there's some of that. As it moves and, away but from the I, hot spot. Perhaps? My longer point of view question is: Did the plate slow down? So well, if the plates, oh, if the plates oh, moving faster, you only have a little bit of time to build up smaller mountains. And as the plate slows yeah. down, you have time to build up larger mountains. That, that was my question, I guess. Is, is there yeah, evidence I mean, of sense. the plate I mean, slowing down? Cause you, you know, there is that big L where the plate actually changed direction. So you can, you can see that in a map. Like if you just go to Google earth right now, zoom yeah. in on the Hawaiian islands and then zoom out a little bit and you can actually see those seamounts and it's like line, line, line. And then it changes direction. And it goes like a little more North as opposed to West. Um, so my, I was yeah, just I mean, wondering uh, if the plate slowed down and that's why you're getting larger mountains. I mean, who's to say we don't know the plates don't know necessarily are they're not moving at a constant rate over time no 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 and, but uh, i was just wondering i was just curious if, if you had heard of like i don't know someone had done like osl dates or, or something funky like that on uh, bel- below water seamounts or something oh no no not that i'm aware of i wonder if you could just look at the geometry of it and just look at so like okay so say if like a plate was like slowing down or but the other the other well there's there's several variables that play too because you also have to think of what's the rate of volcanism too like basically how much material is coming out of the ground because that's not steady either none of this the the plate movement's not steady and the amount of the output right the lava output's right. not steady either that yeah. ebbs and flows as well yeah so but i wonder if you could look at the geometry like just like the shape of the 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 you know the seamounts you wrote it down seamounts, maybe like width or something. I'm wondering maybe if it's, you know, that might be, that means like something was going, you know, either the plate was moving a little slower there or there was more output, more, more lava output. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I never, I never thought about that, Steve. It's a very I mean, interesting you, observation. You, you, cannot- you, you see, as they get older, they get smaller. Like that's yeah, an easy observation. But then what, once you get below wave base, then I mean, what? You've got currents. You've got yeah, no, yeah, obviously, and just just general, just like decay, like stuff's yeah. going to break down. Geo, like uh, chemistry that's, that's is going to break it down. It is a yeah. good point. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it ain't getting any bigger. Let's put it that way. It's either going to stay the same size or get smaller. Um, you know, it's probably just yeah, just over time, it's just it's going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. But um, yeah, it's uh, I'm always I think it's pretty interesting to see the, you know, as those things get subducted, like subduct a seamount. That's uh, that's going to that's going to clog your plumbing up a little bit, I would think. Yeah. 
cause a little extra friction there at the subduction zone. But um, yeah, interesting. I um, here's another weird thought experiment. I wonder if that's what's that's what caused the bend in the Appalachians. Was the Avalonian Seamount well, subducted? Yeah, that's. I mean, that bend is that that you're you're wading into dangerous territory. No, I'm sorry. Um, Just talking about hot spots, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but if you subduct Avalonia, like crams things up and gives yeah. you that bend in the Appalachians, I don't know. But that, uh, yeah, it's a good point. That when, uh, where's the what, what, what bend are you talking about? Where is that at? When you get up into Pennsylvania, yeah, like North Pennsylvania into New uh, York. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's the the yeah, gravity yeah. anomalies up there too, and you know, there's, yeah, there's some some, something going on. There's some basalt underplating going on, like in northeastern Pennsylvania, and that's part of the gravity anomaly. Hmm. Who knows? Yeah, that, that part gets a little, little hairy. Yeah. Um. But back to hot so, spots. Back to hot spots here. Um, let's see. Steve, you got a favorite hot spot that you feel extra close to? My 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 gut wants me to say Hawaii, but my heart yeah. is saying Iceland. So Iceland. I I've never been to either. The only one I've actually ever been to is Yellowstone, which is fantastic but yeah on my bucket list is definitely hawaii and iceland um so that's kind of you know they're like the the grass is always greener kind of scenario where like oh i've never been there so that must be more awesome so i would say probably iceland one hawaii two yellowstone three and Mm. i'm sure after i see iceland or Hawaii, I'll have a more informed opinion, but Yellowstone, don't get me wrong. Yellowstone was amazing. I cannot, <laughs> I, yeah, I was only there for a day because it was through field camp. So literally it was a day. And even that day was just bonkers. So mm-hmm. there you go. How are you? I would like to get on the top of me. I, you know, there's, I'm really into this Bermuda hotspot. All right. There is, um, so it's, a. Uh, so this, the, the hotspot is associated, uh, or it's about, uh, 300, uh, I'm reading this right now, 310 to 620 miles Southeast of Bermuda. Um, so, uh, it's, it's what they're it's it's all supposedly you know like hypothetical and it's supposed to explain um the extinct volcanoes you see on um along uh, the bermuda rise there um but also it might be linked to the mississippi embayment so off along the like the mississippi river it might that the whole stretch of the hot spot might have might have gone out there it's all very like kind of like like nothing's you know like super sentence it's a fun i get i you know how can I phrase this without getting myself in trouble? But uh, it's, it's just, I guess it's controversial and it's, it's heavily hypothesized, but this is um, right near wheelhouse, Chris. Oh, I love it. I love it. Anything weird. (laughs) Oh, it was a hot spot. They think it, it might. Adirondacks. That's a hot spot. (laughs) Well, that's 
they think that this one, the Bermuda hotspot might be related to uh, some of the seismic activity along the new Madrid fault in Missouri. It might be, uh, and the weird seismic stuff in Charleston, South Carolina, they had some big earthquakes there. And then the Kimberlite pipes in Arkansas diamonds. So fun stuff is, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's fun, fun to think of that. And there is, I've also heard something. It might be related to the, there's some weird stuff going on with the uplift of the smoky mountains. Is it all part of that Bermuda hotspot? Who knows? But, um, um, yeah, that's my favorite. I, I love the uh, the mystery behind the Bermuda hotspot. All right, Thornburg, so, Iceland, easy, done. Of course, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Moving on. Have you been to Hawaii? Venture out of your comfort zone, there, buddy. Yeah, no, uh, no, I've never been to Hawaii. I would like to go. I would take a trip. Uh, oh, Patreons, if you're out there and you want to fund a trip to Hawaii. Uh, actually, Iceland would be cheaper, so but we'll we'll take either. We could take a boat to uh the New England uh seamounts, just hang out. Is it over the Flemish? Uh, no, it's a little south of the Flemish Cap. Um, isn't that where the people from the Perfect Storm died? It is. No thanks. It is. Well, they may still be <laughs> out there. They're like the Flying Dutchman. They're just still out there fishing. <laughs> nice great great uh nice no that's not too soon to laugh about the flying dutchman (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um jesse what was your what when you went to iceland what was like the craziest the the, some of the, the craziest geologic formation you saw out there uh, was there any like one thing that you saw in Iceland that you're just like, this is bananas? Yeah, yeah. Th- I mean, there's a bunch. Um, yeah, going to um, the thing Valir where you can see the spreading of the the continents. Yeah, uh, we did the thing where you go in inside the volcano, so they drop you down. And when we were there you know 10 years ago at this point it was the second season they were doing it Uh um so like it it was pretty rickety in how they had like a rigged up windows washers bucket that they kind of just lowered you down into the, the the this extinct volcano so we were inside the, you know, the volcanic chamber. You're oh, right. it was extinct. I just thought it was like a villain's lair or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so you go up down, you go up in the crater and they drop you down, whatever it is, you know, 200 feet or something. No, it's more than that. It's the size you could fit the Statue of Liberty inside of it or something. <laughs> so, yeah, it takes a couple of minutes to drop down and they just let you out. And they're like, all right, don't wander too far. And you just said you like your headlamp. So we're just kind of like poking around the inside of this volcano that had just emptied. It was pretty wild. Uh, how dark was it? Very, very dark. They had a couple lights set up like just on the ground and we had our headlamps and a flashlight. But they were like, that was one of the things they're like, watch you keep your eyes on your feet. Cause it's just like cop boulders that, you know, the walls had sort of fallen off and, 
so it was pretty pretty treacherous then we hiked and then we when we left this, this sort of shows how how early it was you know in their transition to like tourism being their main economic driver we came up to the this so base camp at the top of it was just like a shipping crate that they converted into they put it like a space heater and gave us bowls of soup and they're like all right you know the the the, the van will pick you up we're gonna hike down and um because <clears throat> it was like an hour hike in and then we had hiked out and when we were hiking out we're just going over these lava fields and like we got hit with like a snowstorm and we just come up to the road and there's no van and it was just like oh we were there i think we were there like two hours maybe Ugh. um because there's like no cell service you're just in the middle of a lava field so that someone had a hike back to base camp to like radio <clears throat> so it was kind of funny i i was having a ball i thought it was great <laughs> at one point we were coming down <laughs> i'm guessing you were in the minority on that I, uh, yeah there i mean there was only like six of us it was really funny because um there were like there was there was this couple there and um they were from new york city uh <laughs> and they were that's where you get the best salsa it it was I, you know i don't want to uh, whatever their situation was it's fine it doesn't matter um but it, it was a really it was an older gentleman and a very young lady and uh she spoke very loudly the whole van ride out about what they were doing the previous night and it made everyone uncomfortable <laughs> but um <clears throat> they got out there and like you know we're getting pelted with snow and sleet and uh we we finally when we got to the shipping container she was very unhappy about the situation <laughs> and they didn't even go down. We were there. It was only like a 20 minute hike up to, up to the rim of the volcano. They didn't even hike up. They ended up like, they ended up saying like, we're, we're leaving now. And they're like, there's no way to leave. And they're like, figure it out. So they hired a helicopter to fly in and fly them out. I think they were, I think wow. they were wealthy. It sounds but, like um, it. But yeah. When, so when we hiked out, it was kind of, and we were mostly fine. Like the one part we were going down the side of a, another volcano and it was just all ice. So we kind of slid on our butts. It was fun. Nice. Yeah. It was a good time. Got to go sledding and everything. Yeah. It was great. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I was having a ball. I think by the end of it, people were like, all right, ready to go. Cause the last like hour, we're just standing on the side of a road next to like a snow drift. <laughs> wasn't wasn't like we were seeing anything <laughs> that's nice <laughs> um yeah i'm looking at uh some of these other hot spots here so i mean some of the more famous ones we know about the the galapagos islands that's a hot spot uh easter island that's another hot spot there in the uh pacific ocean off of um off of south america there i'm looking at um this one right now, the Afar Triangle or the Afar Hotspot. It's, uh, oh yeah, I've heard of this one. At the uh, yeah, the the triple point junction of the East African Rift Valley, or it's uh, where the the well, it's part of the East African Rift Valley, but also um, 
Yeah, the triple port junction where it goes, it branches off and then to the Red Sea and then the, the um, uh, Gulf of Aden there. Um, so there's that's that's actually an interesting one. Well, that kind of reminds me a little bit of um, like Iceland's kind of an interesting hotspot because not only is it on a divergent boundary, so you get like volcanism associated with that, but then it's like the the hotspot too. It's like a you know, like double whammy. Yeah. Best of both worlds. And I'm wondering if the this Afar, call it the Afar Triangle, right at the that triple point junction, if that's kind of similar to that sounds like it's similar as well to uh to what's going on there in Iceland. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think um, that's where the geochemistry of the lava actually came into play. Like they saw like these uh, right. deeper, more mythic geochemical signatures coming out of Iceland in some parts, and then you had the the seafloor spreading parts and you're like wait a second this is different like let's let's take a look at the geochemistry of these other rocks in like hawaii or other places and then it, that's that's kind of how it was pieced together that all right th- this has to be a different source because these rocks have different makeups yeah yeah, yeah. you are yeah you're almost i i think um i'm pretty sure yeah, a, a woman I, I went to grad school with, she did work there in like Kenya and in that part of Africa where she looked at the geochemistry of, of some of the the magmas and she could see the mixing between the different magmas between the hotspot and the, the divergent boundary. Pretty, really interesting stuff. Um. I got a. I didn't realize this was considered a hot spot according to this website here, but uh, Mount Etna in Italy. It's the uh, really, yeah, I guess, huh? Hmm. Well, Chris, yeah, it's a volcano though, so that's that sounds kind of weird because usually the, the hot spots are all mafic stuff, and this saying this is uh, but hmm, did you get a strata volcano from a hot spot? You are huh. going a bit off of our outline. Yeah, Chris. You would have stayed real, real ascent, real ascent of the outline. Our, our perfectly formatted outline. <laughs> I'd like to th- take this moment to thank our sponsor, the Formatting Formula, formattingformula.com or YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula for all of your Word document formatting needs. Um, yeah, the I was just talking to the formatting formula the other day uh, regarding. Oh, d- taking a gigantic word document merging it with a pdf and you know i was legit asking them like okay i i have this word document i know how to format the table of contents and everything i've watched all your videos know how to do that but now i need to submit it as a pdf because it needs to be an official document you can't submit an official document as a word document it's like oh okay that's fine but then all right well yeah but now i need to attach all these appendices they're like oh yeah that's fine it's like oh, yeah i'd like them all hyperlinked too oh yeah that's fine so the formatting formula like what would have taken me like a week to figure out they they did it in a few hours they had it back to me it was amazing so can't say enough great things about the formatting formula so please check them out formattingformula.com that's the easy way that i do it or if you want to teach yourself how to do this stuff, they have these great, very well self-paced videos on YouTube. You go to YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula, and they have all different kinds of 
videos about headers, footers, you know, the, the, the toolbars at the top, all, all kinds of stuff. So check them out, but make sure you say the geology flannel cast in you formatting formula.com. All right, you back know, to your tangent, are, Chris. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> um, one of the things that you see when you look at these hot spots um, is uh, they're most hot. of them are they're hot and they're <laughs> spotty. They're most most of them are in the located in the oceans, right? There's a couple of exceptions like Yellowstone. That's like the most famous one. That's that's not in an ocean, and. Uh, there's, uh, the one thing I've read about this stuff is that sometimes, or some people think that the reason you don't get that many, well, number one, you would, you would think that you would get most hot spots in the ocean because the surface of the earth is 71% ocean. So statistically you're supposed to, you're going to, you are going to get most of your hot spots in the ocean, but there's another, uh, school of thought that maybe these things are like the, the continental crust is just kind of too thick. For that, for the hotspot to to pierce all the way through the continental crust, so that the the oceanic crust is thinner and it, it's just easier to pierce through that stuff. And so, just kind of wanted to th- throw that out there. That's another so another just thought on why the physics of it. It just kind of blocks it, and then therefore it's got to find it a path of least resistance, so it finds somewhere else. Is that what Basically, you're saying? It's just yeah. The, the continents are just it's they're just too. It's like a big cork. Right. Can't. Um, yeah, it doesn't. It, it's just not it's not able. It, it kind of just just kind of blocks the whole thing up. But then uh, the oceanic crust is significantly thinner than continental crust. Um, so um, let's see what else we got here. We got some fun facts for you. Um, Kilauea in uh, in Hawaii is the most active shield volcano in the world. That's a fun fact. This thing erupted nonstop from 1983 to 2018. That's a long time for a volcano to be going on, yeah. man. That's that's if you want to see a volcano erupt, you wanna you wanna go to Hawaii. Just just go there and just go see the nice, calm lava fountains, the fissure eruptions. That's nice. See like the curtains of lava coming out basically through the fissure eruptions. Um, you don't want to see uh you, you, I mean, you don't want to be there when like a, a strata volcano goes off and a big violent volcano. That's uh, that's where people get messed up. Um, so, so Kilauea is the most active in the world. Mauna Loa is uh, on the same island. Is the uh, um, that was that's the largest. Um, so there is a, and then we know that there is a new, there is a. Oh geez, what is the name of the the new volcano that's forming? There's a um, oh shoot, it's still in the ocean. Yeah, and it's got like oh, another yeah. what, what is 20, that? 20, 20, years before it uh, breaches the surface of the water. Low L O apostrophe I H I, according to Maddie, our Patreon. Luihi. Luihi. So Luihi, thank you, Maddie. Pronounced yeah. Um. um yeah, that's got some. Uh, I've already taken all my Bitcoin and purchased land on it. That's smart, right? Directly above it, right? So you double my investment. Yeah, it's free land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was like um, an yeah, Oklahoma land rush. Let's see when that thing's going to. Um, 
Uh, it's here we go. Uh, began forming 400,000 years ago. <laughs> These things take some time to grow. It's expected to begin emerging above sea level within 10 to 100,000 years from now. Cool. Yeah. I'm, hoping for, <laughs> I'm hoping for the 10. <laughs> then only 10,000 years from now. Um, let's see. And so far, uh, Louis, he, uh, stands more than 10,000 feet above the seafloor. That's huge. Um, yeah. They get 10,000 feet. Yeah. There's not many peaks in the United States that are over 10,000 feet. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a nice size. It's a nice size mountain. So, that's coming. Get ready for that. Luigi's coming. Um, so yeah, there you go. Um, anything else about, uh, oh, was it? I, I, when I was, I, I guess it's this Mount Etna thing. I'm, I'm wondering if this is a, if that's accurate to say that it's a, it's a hot spot because it's a strata volcano, but, um, here's just kind of a fun fact about Mount Etna real fast. Oh, for a six-month period in 2021, Mount Etna had uh, uh, it, it spewed out so much material that the height of the mountain increased by a hundred feet. Whoa, hundred feet in six months! <laughs> that's nuts. That's, that's a, pretty cool. Yeah, Mount Etna. That's a. I didn't realize how active that volcano is. Yeah, that's super active. Um, it's uh it's the uh there's three active volcanoes in italy and mount etna is like the biggest by far um it's uh two and a half times the size of the next largest volcano in italy mount vesuvius what that um so there you have it um those are hot spots so they're still poorly like they're not super well understood there's still you know it's it's uh what ended up happening was I, I can like from what i've read like in the the days like when playtech the theory of plate tectonics was like like just being accepted and you know people were, were buying into it people were just they they didn't understand certain like certain geologic features that were found on on the earth, whatever. And apparently that was kind of like the scapegoat, like, oh, it's just a hotspot. It's a hotspot. Once once the hotspot thing came out, people were just like kind of um supposedly throwing around the hotspot thing, maybe a little too liberally <laughs> in the uh in the beginning. This is coming from Chris. But <laughs> I love me a good hotspot controversy. We failed to mention um one of the first people to propose how hotspots work was that the podcast in 1963 jay terzo wilson oh no really yep wow good old jimmy t yeah actually i don't know if his first name is james but i'd like to call him jimmy t you know he was jimmy t Mm mm-hmm that's please do not try and verify that. Yeah. JT dubs to his, <laughs> to his good friends. <laughs> do not. That's the, in nowhere is that written down. God rest so, his soul, but he can Jay never Torzo confirm Wilson. Jay Torzo Wilson is known for um, Wilson cycles where um, 
these supercontinents are on this like 200 million year cycle of breaking up and uh, and rejoining again. So kudos to uh, we got to uh, we got is he still alive? Uh, oh, last I checked, he was shoot him an email. See if he wants to come on the no, podcast. Sorry, he died in 1993. Never mind. Well, <laughs> his email's prob- probably not active awesome. anymore. <laughs> if he had well, an email in 1993. Good old J. Torzo Wilson. But uh, cool. When, when was your first email? What year? My first email? What year? Probably like 90s. Is in the AOL days. 1996. Jesse? What was your first? Ooh, uh, it, it, it probably late nineties. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say 94, 95, something like that. It was before college dial up internet. Yeah. It was a hotmail account. I still have it. <laughs> so I have a hotmail account. Wow. I do. Wow. Yep. I'm very nostalgic when it comes to my emails. I don't like to get rid of them. I have a Hotmail account and I cannot remember the password. And kind of, I would love to go in there and see <laughs> the, the fifty-five thousand unread emails. The, the pure anarchy. <laughs> uh, that's probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, good times. Um, so, yeah, so um, hotspots. I think that. Yeah, That's I mean, and I, I, obviously, like we're, we're gonna we're gonna have to spend a whole episode on Yellowstone. We're gonna have to spend a whole episode on Iceland, a whole episode on Hawaii. But this is just the broad yeah. overview of you know hotspots in general. Basically, they're they're hot rock diapirs from the core mantle boundary. Yeah. Done. Could could have wrapped this up in so, two oh, minutes. Uh, yeah, we uh well i think jesse had to go off on that tangent for the first uh sorry the first 10 minutes of the podcast there and <laughs> no I, I refuse to apologize for that there you I go refuse. thank you yeah Rub but uh no we we had some wonderful suggestions for episodes from some of our uh listener question emails so if you ever want to uh shoot us an email at Questions at geologyflannelcast.com. Shoot us an email. Offers some suggestions. Uh, this is one of those suggestions was hotspots. Um, we have a million others that we're slowly going to chip away at. Um, if you also would like to become a super duper friend of the podcast, you can check us out on patreon.com and become a Patreon. We have all different kinds of tiers with it. What's a uh, diamond, uh, Super double platinum tier gets to name Chris's baby. I think is that is that what we're doing? Baby and yeah, yeah. we'll do that. Not yeah. really, but we'll. we'll uh... So so far I'm in the running, <laughs> and his baby's gonna I, be. I gotta named... run up the line. I got Bodie McBoat face. Bodie McBoat face Seminac. Yeah, yeah, 
So no, uh, we, we have all different kinds of tiers Any, anywhere from just, you get a couple of stickers to, you know, you can listen in before and after episodes and all, all different kinds of stuff. You can suggest episodes. And so, um, and tell a friend, you know, that's, that's how we get the, friend. It's- the word out there. Tell an acquaintance, April. Tell an acquaintance, April. And if you have any cool pictures, send it to us. And, and uh, we, and by we, I mean our super awesome social media host will post them on Instagram for us. So, you know, and if you need a sticker to take a picture at a cool spot, hit us up and we'll hook you up. So you can buy them for what? Two bucks. I think it's two bucks on our website. So three, three bucks. Three. Sorry. Damn inflation. Three bucks. <sighs> Yeah. Um, yeah, get some stickers. Take it, get some geology flannel cast stickers and take some cool pictures of some awesome geology and send them to us and we'll post them on the uh the flannel cast Instagram. The super awesome geology flannel cast Instagram. So um awesome. Well, listen, everybody. Thank you so much for listening this week. Thanks for joining in. And we're back next week with another fun and exciting episode of the Geology Flannel Cast. Woo! All right. So I know this is what everyone's been waiting for. What is the song that Jesse's going to take us out with? This, this is week? what this is what keeps the listeners hanging on <laughs> to the last minute. Uh, it's a song this I had in my head yesterday, and so it's very ap- apropos here. Gloria Stefan, hot, hot, hot. <laughs> ah. <laughs> nice people in the party hot, hot, hot. <laughs> he never ceases to amaze me right he pulls these always out of his ass. I, always yeah uh, i had all day yesterday so yeah hopefully most of our that listeners was in your are over 30 yesterday i'm so sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> it's gonna be in my head all day tomorrow i'll tell you that much <laughs> wow that is a. I haven't even uh, thought of that song. Is that Gloria Stefan in the Miami it's, Sound Machine? Yeah, you know it. Wow, I haven't. I probably haven't heard that song since the first Bush administration. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, good for you. <clears throat> All right. Well, you can't top that, ladies. No, I, I got so, nothing. So, no, it's untoppable. And that's why we keep that's why we keep Jesse around for just gems I'm, like that. So like, like Molly Brown, I'm unsinkable here. Unsinkable Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, See you everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs>